0: Welcome to the Bonehead Podcast. My name is Rich and I'm joined by my friend Ben. Hey everyone. Uh, on today's episode, episode number one, we'll be talking about the podcast itself and who we are. Uh, we'll be talking about some house rules for leagues, some games, some hobbies, some blah, blah news, and we'll be talking about some star players today. So, to who we are. Um, I'm Rich, obviously, as I said. Um, I've live in the new forest or on the cusp of the new forest and have done so my entire life i believe you have as well i have indeed yeah. um i haven't known ben all that long only in the last six to nine months after bumping into ian um <laughs> but yeah i kind of got bit by the blood bulb bug fairly early on after meeting ian he told me there was like-minded individuals who may want to play with me not in that way. <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> and so yeah and here I am really I' am, I really am a, a late bloomer to, to tabletop gaming um I don't tend to do too much other than board games but I've been looked after by you guys really and and helped along my way it's been fun it's been fun <laughs> uh, conversely I'm um I'm Ben and I'm a gamer <laughs> uh, I started uh, I started real young it's my cousin's fault it got me into wall gaming about Seven, six or seven years old, and I tricked Ian into it as well, which was, was quite good. So, for 20 odd years, we've been playing. Just started with Warhammer and things like that, and um, Blood Bowl, I think Blood Bowl. The second one with the cool polystyrene pitch was the first boxed game from Games Workshop. No, big skull. Yeah, yeah, the Astro Granite pitch <laughs> <laughs> that uh, one of the guys from my gaming group still has. Yes, Rick. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, it's a hell of a thing. Rick has, Rick has, has everything. everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally everything. He's the Iron Man of Blood Bowl. It's insane. It is good. Absolutely insane. So, that's, you know, just wanted to introduce ourselves and say a little bit about who we are, what our gaming credentials are. For lack um, thereof. Yeah. <laughs> So, Rich, Blood Bowl-wise? Yes. How did you get into it? Um, I bumped into Ian. I say I bumped into Ian. I was buying a small gaming mat off of Ian. So Ian, was, Ian is another guy so who plays in our local group. Award-winning painter. He is. Um, award-winning multiple multiple award-winning, painter. award-winning painter. Future golden demon woman. But, we, um, yeah, I um, ended up uh, contacting him on Facebook because I uh, was a gaming mat... Um, i went around his house obviously he lived locally we chatted and he said about the fact that you guys meet on a tuesday and play but i hadn't actually had anything at that point i didn't dabble in it because i didn't have anyone else i played with um ian mentioned it went around there the following tuesday i think had a game against him james and lewis were playing you and craig so, were playing yeah. something else entirely but yeah you were all there Ah, oh, the big c battle that was great. yes and then less than a week later i bought the the base game the core game yeah, it's gone from there, really. And I've spent a small fortune since with a plethora of teams. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I got into it. But haven't turned back. Haven't looked back at all. That's good. Um, well, I started off with Blood Bowl. Um So I did the classic gamer thing of got a load of stuff, and then sold a load of stuff, and then got some more stuff, <laughs> and then ran out of people to play games with, and then sold it or lost it or glued it to something else. <laughs> and then um, yeah, I mean, when Games Workshop re-released it in 2016, it just hit home hard because it was just everything that we used to love. Um, Craig, another guy from the local group, I've known him for a very long time as well, we used to, um, we had like our own little league between the two of us, so yeah, yeah. we had a bunch of teams, we used to play on every Sunday, and um, it was just like, this is great, so we played regularly on a Tuesday, and then, yeah, opened it up, got loads more people involved and, and that's just been amazing, mm. just diving back into Blood Bowl. It's a nice nice group we've got down on a Tuesday. We have got a very, very cool little group mm. down on the waterfront in Hampshire, in Hive. Mm. So if anyone out there does want to come along, we've got a Facebook means. page and we'll put, it in the, uh, we'll put it in the show notes. Please, please, come down. Currently, Give us some more. Currently we're called the uh, the, the Wobble group. <laughs> the Waterside Open Blood Bowl League. Yeah, generally every every second and fourth Tuesday of the month we play at a little uh, Chats Chen cafe in Hive. Plenty and, um, of room at the back, loads of room, and always people to play games with. Yeah. So, uh, you know, don't hesitate if you're local enough, come on down, play some games. If you're on holiday, yeah, New Forest, there come see us. So, you started off with a box game. I did start off with a box game. So. I started off with my first team were the humans, wasn't really drawn to the orcs very much, played a couple of games, realised I wasn't very good, bought an <laughs> ogre just to upset myself further. Yeah, it, it slowly sort of came together and I entered the wobble season three, my first season, obviously your guys third season um, with the human team. And, I didn't do too badly out of it, to be perfectly honest. No, your first couple of games were ridiculous. As yeah. were your, your strength full four, strength four blitzes. After the first game. Yeah, two double sixes two on double the sixes was up awesome. Two strength four blitzes. See that's how to get people to start playing in your league. You Give <laughs> them loaded dice with <for> the first <laughs> couple of games. Get them absolutely hooked. It worked. And um yeah. It, it worked. works. But then I had before that we had a dozen games against James. But, but I'm still yet to be? That is a tough way to start learning. But hand-teaches best. James is a damn good player. Um, <laughs> Upsettingly so. Yeah, yeah. I just lost to him in the finals. Um, in fact, he just won the finals, didn't he? He did just won the finals. Yeah, he did. He, he won his he one. He did win the finals. That I was his second. Final. His, second, his second season and he won, Yeah, which is brilliant. It is fantastic. But it's great to see new players getting involved in the league mm. and actually posting great results and just being bought in. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. Yeah, no, brilliant. It is good. Yeah. And mind you, the James did get his comeuppance with Alex earlier on in the season. Did he lose to Alex? No, but he had his um, own oh. death roller kill. <laughs> no, found no, him. it was just it was just fouled off. But well, that was that was excellent to see. It was like his uh, it was Alex's second game. Uh, yeah, second <laughs> game play with against James's seasoned dwarfs yeah. and uh, turn two. Death roller gets fouled off the pitch. Yeah. It was victory for Skaven teams everywhere. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm on like seven or eight teams now, I think. <laughs> it got out of hand. Um, what have you got? What are you running? Uh, Chaos. Chaos Renegade. Nurgle. Orc. Human. Just picked up an Ogre team. Chaos Dwarf, because I've, I've oh, yeah. built the ones for Nipper for Christmas. Um, but yeah, I haven't used them yet, but they're there. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> oh, now I've got the the Tyrazards. I like that. The, the My Tyranids that I'm running is um, Lizardmen. Lizardmen are a great team to run. They're fantastic. I'm building my horror Lizardmen team at the moment. Oh, the pink horrors. and Yeah, yeah pink horrors for Saurus and um, blue horrors for Skinks. With a dark elder, clawed fiend as a proxical. That's an awesome figure. Yeah, it's really nice. Awesome um, figure. So, yeah, once I get that painted, that would be fun to play. I might run that next season. Yeah, but that's roughly where I'm at with Blood Bowl. Uh, amazing, hundred percent, absolutely amazing. I've got a bunch of uh, teams as well that I've acquired over the years. Got a nice second edition team of dwarves that I've painted like one on, which is classic. And mm-hmm. I've, again, I've gone deep. I've got all the new teams to come out from Games Workshop, and tend to be a bit addicted to converting other teams. Um, like halfway through converting a slam team out of dark elf witches, got my Nurgling ogre team. That's fantastic. Yeah, so frustrating, the, yeah. so frustrating. Oh yeah, they—they turned they, yeah. sixteen touchdown. Uh, I was cheating a little bit by accidentally throwing loads of players, but you know, that's, that's, yeah, that's they were, point. were Blood Lord was throwing teammates. <laughs> <laughs> there were Nurgles going, <laughs> Nurgles going, <laughs> <written Yeah>. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful to watch, if, if not necessarily legal. And we forgot the um, the the weather on that one as well. I don't think that would have made too much. What was it? Heat? Yeah, yeah, it would have made Oh well it probably would've worked out better for me. Yeah, we won't talk about it. Yeah. It was an even game, it was fantastic and it <laughs> was uh... a draw. It was a good game. Man. It was a practice game. Let's mm. go. <laughs> so so far, mate, what's your favourite team to play? My favourite has got to be the Chaos Renegades. I haven't won a game. <laughs> um, it's ridiculous. The troll I hate the troll. I hate the troll so bad. Trolls are rubbish. It's ridiculous. But then I played a friendly game against Niffer and I removed the troll and the Skaven, and I ended up running out right winners when I'd never beaten him with him before. My son's seven like, or eight now. He's a ridiculously good football player for his age. This is Deadly Randall. Deadly Randall. <laughs> He'll look you in the eye when he's going to tell you he's going to kill your player. I'm going to kill this one, Daddy. And then do it. Yeah. Poor lineman. Every time. That was the third time that lineman died <laughs> <this> season. <laughs> so that that lineman was a 200-goal piece <laughs> line rat, <wrap>, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah he'll, um, he'll, he'll do his very best To fail you to death And yeah He's just he's brutal. Oh, he encompasses Blood Bowl Yeah yes. encompasses If it. Blood Bowl was a TV show He would be dangerous Oh 100% Yeah Completely And he knows sure, the man. stats on it as well though He knows what player does what And he understands How it all works it Calls me out I don't know if I get it wrong See that's the great thing About Blood Bowl and games game mm. like that Is it introduces kids Into figures like that and, that's why. and death And and yeah. Destruction. And I tell you what, there is <coughs> no, better le- yeah, no better lesson for learning how to deal with loss than Bubble. Sorry yeah. to anybody i played out there when I got salty <laughs> when Buzz Justice has died. Buzz Justice? Ian. Yeah, Ian. <laughs> yeah, Ian killed him and I got very salty last season. It was the first game of the season and I got like two guys killed and I had to rebuy Buzz Justice. <sighs> it's alright, he has Claw now, so that's alright. But yeah, definitely a Chaos Renegades. So they're great fun and I think season two they're going to be a bit more tasty yeah well you've got some leveled up guys you can carry over a little I've bit I've got yeah. my monitor with claw and frenzy he's, he's just he's <laughs> going to be absolutely animal although my um, my beast of naggle leveled up with strength 6, six. <laughs> yeah. he's got strength 6 Classic double 6 roll. is my yeah yeah, it doesn't matter whether it's on the, the computer or the tabletop. Double six is, is my friend. The amount of screenshots we get <laughs> of your <over laughs> Yes. Do like, oh, so I go for strength on this one as well, or a skill? Uh, strength. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always strength. <laughs> strength is a skill of its own. I'm still a noob. Strength Complete six is the noob. best skill in the game. It's fantastic. But yeah, how about you? Um, I have got dangerously addicted to Skaven. Um, I love my Skaven team. They're just just a little bit broken, but I love playing generic Skaven as well. But it's in the middle, isn't it? It's, as soon as they get to that sort of middle stage, everything goes wrong. Middle TV. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've not had a problem. I had a great season with them, six one one, and then lost mm. in the first round. But you know, when you've got a couple of edge five scaven gutter runners, it's it's hard yeah. to it's hard to lose. But it's um, these not bloody hard to lose gutter runners against me—they're amazing. <laughs> Leap into <laughs> yeah. five players and a triple block in oh, three powers three twice. It was disgusting. I do the Actually same against Milton too. They're amazing. I can't believe no one, none of them have died yet this season. It's, it's personal. It's a personal want of mine going into next yeah. season. I can see this being being the bounty of it's the game. Be a vendetta. Love them. I love playing with the ogres. My little ner- my little nurgling ogre team is great fun because you know, throwing people is just awesome. I like elves, but they no, tend to. no, yeah. no. Rich no. loves elves. You will learn very quickly. Yeah. I hate elves and I hate dwarves and everything at the moment game's workshop it's just elves yeah that's it's true. the high elf team followed by the uh, daughters of Cain yeah followed by the sea elves uh, the fishmen followed by the dark elf team yeah this is just getting ridiculous I, know, I wouldn't even wrong. mind a dwarf thrown in there at the moment yeah. just to mix things up a bit no I can't stand elves that's a Warcraft thing by the way it goes back <laughs> to Warcraft I didn't like them then I don't like them now that links quite nicely into the next question I have written down <laughs> is what's your most hated team <laughs> James as Dwarfs. Oh, God, Specifically yeah. James as Dwarfs. Dwarfs as a whole. I've never beaten a Dwarf team. I've drawn against James, I think, once. I've lost twice against his, uh, his Dwarfs, got one draw, and I beat him but only in a friendly against them. Dwarfs are... Dwarfs are damn good... Throughout, and he plays them really well, so it makes He skills him up properly as well, he knows yeah. what his guys are doing at all times, and he's full, just away with full it. credit. The best level up I've ever seen in Blood Bowl was when he gave his edge four runner leap, leap. Yeah. which was just <laughs> amazing. Um, and it was really sad. I was sad when he died the next game. <laughs> there was there was a little bit of sadness, I was sad because that was amazing to see an edge four leaping dwarf. I would love to actually see, one. yeah, there, he was just an elephant disguise and that's which why he <laughs> died. <laughs> Sorry, James. We just <laughs> it? yeah, breaking news. But no, but yeah, dwarf is um dwarf's definitely the most hated. Purely because I I can't find a way around him. Can't find a way around him as well. Yeah, I I I'm I'm going to find it difficult to disagree with you. I think every other team is fun to play against. Yeah, but dwarves are just they're just a wall. Yeah, they just kill things. And I think it's because of the it's it's the AV. You, it's so yeah. difficult to get past that nine. Yeah. I know you've got the the two troll are AV8, aren't they? But yeah. they're still high. At least with with other bits and pieces, you've got the lower AV all round. Humans as a whole are AV8. And even if you look look at necromantic, you get the ones. I think the ghouls is AV7. Yeah, well, yeah, ghouls, so ghouls are, you get that sort of. Ghouls are fair. <laughs> yes, Ghouls are fair. Dwarves are unfair from a stats point of view. Dwarves but are disgusting. <laughs> I, 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 I do like quite how playing them as well. I don't, purely because I don't want to like playing them, and so I don't want to get sucked into that. The great thing about Dwarves is they've got the Death Roller, and they've uh, got some great star players. They've got um, Taric Farblast, which is yeah. really a great star player, it's just a great model. But they've got mm. the Bombardier guy, they've got the Chainsaw guy, like, that's just. Fun. Yeah, but because dwarves never die, their team values are always really high, so they never get a chance to use them. But even if you bring a star player on, I, I remember bringing a bombardier and a chainsaw against James, and I think he took them both out by turn two. And oh. it was just, mind you, his dice are loaded. Oh, yeah, that James his dice, dice are loaded. His elf dice. It's, no. It's, <laughs> no, fair play. James is a bleeding good player. He deserves the win for this season. He does. Um, He's the New England Patriots of Wobble. Yeah. So other than that, I don't think there is any particular team I don't like playing. I I I fear for my life when I play against goblins. So, when I go against goblins, especially when he's piloted by Ian, because he's just it's just chittering glee. glee. Yeah, and especially when he did he did that six nil drumming of Lewis. Oh, so Lewis ended up going I don't know six wins one loss I think as well yeah. with his with his uh, team. Brilliantly put together team. He mm. played them so well, but his only loss, yeah, his only loss yeah. was my lost a but he lost six nil to Ian's Goblins. Ian took out his uh, skinks straight off the bat and just left them. To but Lewis made some bad decisions. He fouled some guys with some sauruses and got them sent off, which is ballsy against Goblins. Yeah, yeah, possibly unnecessary, but I can understand <laughs> the frustration. But no, he got absolutely torn apart. From mm. And when you're running a team like Skaven, your best players are going to get fouled anyway. Having a team that's really good at fouling, it's just like, oh, if I play you, I might be able to win, but at what cost? So yeah bit scared of them scared of dwarfs next thing so I know you've already spoken about your excitement and pure joy for the Dark Elf team coming out oh, are yeah. you going to get one for every one of your kids uh, <laughs> I think Ian's already threatened to do it for me uh, that was me that was you apologies uh, it was a promise <laughs> <laughs> I, I was really hoping that the Dark Elf team would be out for uh, for Randall's birthday um, <laughs>
1: he would always, love you forever there's always summer holidays i never forgive you
0: <laughs> <laughs> never forgive you so Dark hours are coming out which is they absolutely are. brilliant but most importantly what what do we want next what do you want that to be next despite making my own Nurgle team yeah. I want to see a Nurgle team I think it's it's primed for it I, the the rumours were that it was going to be Nurgle I'm sure they showed the off the, the star player with the um, the mouth the yeah. the um, Pusple. couple Pusple. yeah they did, ages ago. There's there's, yeah. a, there's sketches out about it. It's coming. It is coming, I think. But If they oh look like anything man. like the Blight Kings, which is oh, what you've used to build your team. Expensive. Wow. Yeah. Like £35 or something for... Yeah, well, I don't know. Because right they're, they're great. They're fantastic. Um, if they come out looking like that, it'll be amazing. Yeah. Because even the, like, the, even the Rotters, they don't need to do too much, too. I'd be intrigued to see what they do for the Beast of Nurgle, however. The new Sigma one... It's okay. quite cartoony. I don't like that. Yeah, the old one was alright. It um, looks like they've dredged a the sea slug. Yeah. The good thing is that the star players seem to be being done by Forge They will go. They're they just, they're just amazing. So I'm sure they'll come up with something great. I hope, so. um, I hope so. I would love to see a noble team out because there are some teams that are so easy to get hold of and so easy to play. It means that the other teams don't get a look in. Yeah. So yeah, noble would be great to see. Um, yes, I wouldn't be surprised to see Camry. There's a lot of love for yeah. There own. is any of the undead teams actually any one of them yeah. would be really useful because the models would get difficult for them. I wouldn't. I would quite like to see an Amazon team or a Norse team. Like, Norse is where I was yeah. about to go next. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised to see a Norse team either. It's, it's just, just so many proxies. Like it's really easy to build one. I'd love to see their direction. Yes, and of course the fact that everyone's like taller now in football. Yeah, yeah everyone, got, cool. everyone got taller. But this is it. And the thing is, I know. you... King's workshop are uh, everywhere online at the moment. They've got representatives on Facebook, monitoring yeah, everything. They've got it on Reddit as well, job. and they're, yeah, they're looking um, at everything. So they're going to know what is that genuinely loved, what is is possible in the future. But I wouldn't be surprised because of the success that they've had in the last two years since bringing this back out. That you would find at least one of the the main ones coming out of each. We're talking about the big boys, um, like Noble. Nagel's got to come out. Yeah, they can't keep doing elves. They uh, might. I don't know. I I could.
1: Can... Right. They've only got so one, one we, left to do, not they?
0: That's what we said we want. I actually can see them doing what else? Because think about it, they're a, they're a top tier team. Yeah. Because they're top tier, they will they will just sell loads. Halfling. I would love to. I think halfling. The, the thing is, that you get so many th- halfling teams. At the moment. Yeah. So, so many. And they do such so a good job. Of it. Yeah. And yeah. And that's the other thing. In particular, the um the the two drunk things one. Yes. That's just come out. It's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Loads of sort of character in it. But it's it's one of those things where everybody just loves it. Everybody loves a stunty team. <laughs> and I think that the Games Workshop are showing that because they're bringing out that second Blood Boltron. Yes. The more heavily armoured Yeah, one. Well, There's no reason for it, really, for them, from their point of view, other than having a second... Yeah. look to it but if there wasn't a, a requirement Goblins have been so popular because yeah. the models are so great and the team is so mm. fun so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm very pro-stunty I'm pro-stunty ever since I started playing over online <laughs> and getting lots of six strength <laughs> overs okay so that's our that's all about who we are and uh, where we come from what we like about Blood Bowl now we're going to talk to you about the podcast so welcome to the bonus, to us, to yeah. the bonus. <laughs> so, why are we doing this podcast Rich why do you think we're doing this podcast we have a a lot of excitement between us is probably the best idea, best thing, that best explanation, really. Um, we've got a lot of ideas, we talk a lot about a load of rubbish, to be perfectly honest, and we figured that people might want to listen to our musings and, and get an opinion on it. We like the silly stuff, we like the stuff that we don't think people have thought of themselves, or they don't want a voice because they don't want to sound like an idiot. However, me and Ben are more than happy to <laughs> to fill that void and fill that gap, and <laughs> putting the boneheads into boneheads, putting the boneheads into boneheads, most definitely. So it's just it's a podcast that covers the, the ordinary bits about bubble, but really we're focusing on the the bits around the edge. Yes, the fun rules, the silly things, the variants. That's something I'm really yeah. keen to talk about because actually there's not a lot of information about it online. But right. just just what's next for bubble? What more can we do with yeah. this excellent game? That although it's not the most balanced thing in the world, it's balanced enough that we can then unbalance it. And it's, yeah, and it's balanced enough to make it fun even if you're the unbalanced. Yeah, it, there's always a chance. Yeah, that's why there's so no, many goblin Yeah, exactly that. And it is just one of those things where if we can have a, a chat and see what might change, you never mm. know Games Workshop yeah. might listen, implement <laughs> one of our fantastic house rules that we want to be able to implement ourselves, and, and then we'd get lynched by the community. Lynched by the? Yep, but that doesn't matter because That's it'll right. only be over yeah. the internet. We can we can die for our morals. You can all be keyboard warriors if you. <laughs> <laughs> one more, can one. want? So, <laughs> so every episode we're going to have uh, one or two main topics. So this is the first episode, so introducing ourselves is taking a bit a bit longer than we'd normally spend on our topic, but Definitely. absolutely fine for the first one. So a couple of things that we're gonna we're gonna talk about every single time is Blood Bowl news yep so have a look see what's around and about at the moment what's on the kickstarters what games workshop bringing out what is rumored to be happening and just the general sort of Bits and pieces that are going on Blitzmania as that came through recently, yeah. which is always so. Be good so to look at that. When it happens. Yeah, and that type of thing. So, just what's going on in the world? Yeah, blah blah. Yeah. Some weeks that'll be uh, not a lot. Some weeks that'll be more. Another thing is going to be talking about what we're doing, so what we're building, what we're painting, what we're playing. Yes. Just because actually, one of the one of the most motivating parts of the hobby is seeing what other guys are doing and getting excited by it. So, hopefully, our excitement for those topics <laughs> will come across. I'm feeling like you're being left behind. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, um, something that we'd really like to get going is because. Like we said, we like crazy things, we like new things, and Star Players is an area of the game that yes. actually, designing Star Players for Blood Pot is great fun. It is awesome. Absolutely some, awesome. Some some can be broken, some can be really underpowered. So um, every episode, the very last thing we're going to talk about is Star Players. A homebrew, maybe something that someone's posted to us, maybe we're going to post some models up and be like, hey guys... Car with some rules for these guys. What do you reckon this guy can do? I would just talk about them, just how broken they are, and uh, if, we get, if we get if we get some really good ones, we'll play some test games out. 100 percent! I am well up for playing. Start a player brawl. Home, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a chaos all star versus chaos all star. <laughs> so ridiculous, yeah. So, so keep, keep an eye on our um our Facebook feed. Any uh, musings, just chuck them our way. Anything you guys love is just about it's just Plus, about fun. If you're coming up with ideas, it means that we don't have to do as much work mm. <laughs> if you're willing to give us the, the bits and pieces we need it makes our life a lot easier so yeah thank you very much for listening to the first part of this and who we are and why we're going to do this and um, on to the real stuff yeah so yeah Blood Bowl news yeah there's been quite a bit going on at the moment from a Games Workshop point of view as we mentioned earlier on Dark Elf team are coming out the new Spike magazine is coming out with all the bits and bobs extras, all the I star players and things. Yeah, cheerleaders as well. I yeah, are coming alongside it. So it's nice to see that they're doing the cheerleaders as well. I, I I love the I love that they're expanding it, and it is great fun to see those models. But I can't lie, I would love to see more of the star players and more of the other positionals coming out Definitely. instead of the cheerleaders. But I think you're going to get more of that. They've released the the cards recently with the star players on. Yeah, and they're the ones which don't have any models at the moment anyway. It gives Games Workshop that. That's true. That want to be able to I mean, they did say that all the star players and stuff are being done by freelance projects that the guys are doing in their spare time. So actually, you know what? If they're all like, hey, let's make some cheerleaders, it's better to have some models than none. At least it shows the effort and the want to be able to do more. Yeah. I'd like to see apothecaries alongside those cheerleaders. I always run an apothecary mini alongside, so I know where I'm at. Yeah, that's a good show. Take it away, put it to one side. Realising that there is a a bigger market than they probably originally anticipated to be perfectly honest. Well that's, that was showing all over with the release and that's why it's taken so long to get some teams to it. but actually you know what all of them have been worth waiting for. Definitely. So definitely. non-games workshop land what so else is parody. there out there? There's moment? lots going on. Um, there's a couple of bits on Kickstarter that have either just finished about to finish or I've got a couple of days left. Not really huge amounts, but Impact Miniatures, um, have got a Kickstarter at the moment. They've got three teams at the moment, all based in metal. Um, an Ogre team, a Legio Roman halfling, and a female Norse team. Um, they're actually going to produce these now in resin. Um, it's alongside Roll Jordan minis and Heresy minis. Um, they're also doing a a Death Chariot, which is basically a Death Roller, an um, individual thing. Looks fantastic. Um, oh, and it does pistol. look very cool. It does look awesome. Yeah, like it's it's nice to see something that's it, you can tell that it's going to be brutal, but it doesn't necessarily take up two squares like <laughs> the death from a choice no, two currently. That's actually very clever. They've it done is. it flying in the air, as opposed to, like being dragged along by it, but actually yeah. up. As opposed to just wide and they're long, just making use of the, the the space or the that is clever. Otherwise, but the the prices that they're doing for the teams are, are fairly good, to be honest. They're doing forty nine dollars for the ogre team, um, and thirty nine dollars for the other two. So you can pick them up for what a hundred quid. Ooh. You can get three teams for a hundred quid. Did you see the chaos dwarf team? No. Yeah, have a look at that. I don't know whether that's like a, another campaign stretch or by a different company, but it's part of the same Kickstarter. So. Ah, these might be the teams that they're doing. Alongside um, for cheap as part of it, ah, so I, I think that I think it's an add-on. The stuff that they've done before. So the actual Kickstarter itself is the the three in the the death chariot slash death roller, and, oh, that's and the like rest of it is add-ons. just like an add-on. Usually you do it at a discount anyway, yeah, nah. ten fifteen quid off it. And because you know what? What I didn't say earlier when we were talking about teams that I'd love to see: Chaos Dwarfs. Yeah, because yeah. Bull Centaurs are like so much work to uh to to design them. Yeah, to like um. Make a proxy of them anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of cutting and shunting to be able to get that sort of stuff done. But yeah, all in all, it's not too bad. Twenty dollars for the for the death roller, death chariot, which is about right. It's about it? right. I mean, I looked at it first and thought, oh, that's a bit expensive. And then I just spent thirty five quid on five proxies for for Noble, so I can't really <laughs> I can't really say too much. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> Wooly Miniatures, they have got a new vampire team. They already have one, but they're now releasing Vampire Team 2.0, which have got fantastic sculpts on it. They look excellent. I'm Um, looking at them right now as well, (laughs) and yeah, they are really, really nice. Really nice. A lot of effort's been put into them. A lot of time. And you know what? This is another team that Games Workshop you can't really put together very easily. No, not without spending a small fortune. Yeah, you can do some clever things with some of the, the games virtual models now, but this is this is a hole in the market, really, for a, a really good vampire team. Their first one was very good, but this just expands this, it. This is better. There's a lot more detail on it. There? Yeah. There's a lot more want to, to prove a point, I think. There's a lot more competition out there now, isn't there, for, for these teams and people wanting better quality Ooh, all the time. And a pitch, too. They, yeah, so they've got a deluxe option. So their deluxe option gets you a 16-man team, all one. Let's not be rude. You can get all unlocked stretch goals, but it also includes a two-sided pitch, two double-sided dugouts, a foam train for storage, and a, a solid box. So basically, it's just a thick cardboard box, but it actually looks quite sturdy. You'd quite happily shove everything in there and not worry about it being bashed around and, and losing pieces. That's €85. Euros. So what's that? 75 quid. Somehow. Um, but yeah... Not too bad, to be honest, for what you can get. You can spend seventy dollars on an entire team, well, seventy euros on an entire team. So getting all of that for eighty five is is a fairly good deal. That is good. I'm but just the, checking when that and that finishes. Yeah, that is. So that is will be over by the time we air this. But still, that will be available by the end of the year just for purchase. Yeah, that's it. And to be honest, even if these have disappeared by the time that we go to it then they, they almost always do late pledges anyway that is true and you can always get in on it but the stretch goals they've got in there tokens dice specific vampire dice for the for the blood sucking and disappearing and whatnot um balls skill rings uh dice bag, a blood babe model, and a vampire apothecary. Back to the apothecaries. There's yeah, a one yeah, for apothecaries. Um, <clears throat> it got well past the goal. And again, they do add-ons as well. There's star player add-ons, cheerleaders, female thralls, if you don't want uh, the male ones, or if you, you just want a, a little bit of eye candy on your team. Um, and again, you can get any of their previous teams that they've made on a discount as well, alongside it all. So, all in all, Willie have always been very good anyway, haven't they? they? Yeah, a lot of their stuff is brilliant. These guys look really good. It is very good. So two more teams that are out about currently. There is a human team uh, by Castle Art. They're based on a game held every year in Florence. So you got like a Florentine style team. You get your ogre, you get your linemen, you get your blitzers, throwers, catchers. Uh so you get ogre, two throwers, four blitzers, two catchers, seven linemen. Um that's sixty nine euros plus postage and packaging. So Again, €80, Euros, and that goes back to what we were saying before. Mm. You get an entire team here, yeah. whereas at Willie, you get an entire team, a pitch, a dugout, and a, a solid box with storage for €5 Euros more. Now, these models are quite cool. Like they've gone for the pit fighter aesthetic. They have gone for the pit fighter aesthetic. And it's for me, it's a little bit rough around the edges. Yeah, the uh, the faces all look a bit punched in. Yeah. Um, mind you, they're going for the pit fighters. Exactly. Much better than, you than I could do. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not going to knock anything on that. I'm not going to. Still, it's good to me. see alternative models, and I hope they do well. Oh yeah, I hope they do. Should well, they? Probably in their target already. More than likely. But they're also doing not only are they doing a pitch, but they're doing a pitch with scenery. Scenery. Yeah. So they they're going to have like a couple of stands with it. Um, oh. you can do um, pitch for scenery a couple of dugouts and a dice tower that is cool that so, the dice tower is brilliant the dice tower is fantastic because on the the dice tower as well is you can put the the weather and the score I believe as well okay let's play a quick game dice tower how much do you reckon uh, I want to say 20 euros yeah 40 euros for the plus plus dice tower see so this yeah and the thing is as well you got if you get the pitch with the scenery and the dugouts and the dice tower, it's going to set you back 165 euros. That doesn't include the team. Doesn't include the team. No. It's I mean, true. it's cool stuff to have. I mean, one of the guys in our group has picked up a basically a fortress, a castle. It's for, fantastic for the surround of his pitch. It doesn't come with the actual pitch, but it goes with the ball pitch. Yeah. It, you know, creditly. I know he paid some serious money for it, but you know, it that is kind awesome. of stuff is great and it's right up my alley. I like this, That's good. But that's but only on one side, you're not talking about an entire, and I think yeah. as well, for what he paid for, right, is roughly what they're asking for here, except it's a, an entire surround. Now I like what these guys are doing, I probably wouldn't support this, but mm. I've got like four human teams all on spruce still, because I have a problem. Uh, <laughs> but no, that's but no, cool. It's nice to see an alternative human team though. And you're just happy because there's an ogre in it. And there's an ogre in it. So should you be. If Rich could have a team of ogres, just ogres, and you could have 30 players on a team, he'd have four. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely four, maybe three. So what else is on the uh, the news? There is a frogman team by Fanath. Fanath? Uh, Fanath. I, I have seen this. It, the sculpts on it are just amazing. The they... character in it. And my personal favourite is the, the frog ogre called Morgan Frog. Morgan Frog Morgan Frog, Morgan frog. is, is just fantastic They've got um, the, So basically They've got a full team You can buy the entire team And get all the Unlocked Stretch Goals I can't find where I've written it down How much But it's in there somewhere But the Stretch Goals Which is what got me Is you get tokens Crocs token So you get like The standard one My personal favourite Is the Kermit With a chainsaw A star player Is Kermit the Frog With a chainsaw Oh that is it's amazing just, <laughs> It's Gustavo <laughs> Wolf That's actually Kermit the Frog Right, the Croxtygol is amazing. This team is gorgeous, just beautiful. It's slightly cartoony, but that's the aesthetic they're going for. And but it's just it looks so well done. Yeah, that really. Is. The Croxtygol is the best thing I think I've seen in a long time. It's they they know what they wanted when they set out. Oh, here we go. Right, so basic frog team. Yeah, so about twenty six pounds. Kickstarter tells me team of twelve guys, six linemen, three catchers, three blitzers, and some bases. Full frog team. £53. Pounds. See, that's so not too bad. That's not a tool. That's, you know... Plus the unlocked stretch balls. So, seven linesmen, four catchers, four blitzers, one Morgan Frog. Yes. And all unlockables. So, okay, so that's... And the unlockables are the tokens. Kermit was changed for the Crocs token and a comedian-style player. How much was the um, Ogre from Ford World? Or, uh, 20 quid? About that, I think, yeah. So, two human teams. That's 40 quid. Yep. And Morgan Thorg. You yeah, know, that's 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 yeah, 60 that's grid. about right. So yeah, I really like the idea of this team. And that's the other thing you've got to remember as well is we look at it and kind of go, you know what, that's a bit expensive to so what we can get. But to be able to complete your team, yeah, even with the Forge World additions they're bringing out, that still doesn't allow you to complete it with the four extra human players because you get an extra thrower, an extra catcher, an extra bl- an extra blitzer, an extra lineman. But if you want to fill out your team completely, you need two extra blitzers two extra. Catchers. Okay. I will be. I will be backing some of that. I think later. Yeah. <laughs> I. I would love to be able to back yeah. the Frogman team. Um. I might just get the Morgan Frog because that's. Oh, amazing. It is brilliant. It? Yeah. For thirteen pounds or whatever it is, that's just a great little model. Yeah. Even, yeah. if, even if the postage is a tenner, I don't know what it is. Cause well, even then, it's it's going to be worth it. There aren't going to be money around, particularly not in our, in our Tuesday room. But finally, there's um, something on Indiegogo uh, by a company called Charlie Victor, who are doing coins of corruption. Coins for corruption? Coins of corruption. Um, where well, basically, they're just doing accessories. They're doing coins and tokens, so a bull carrier token. So instead of having a bull, it's just a ring that goes around the outside, so it easily identifies who it is. It's got the bull, uh, flip it over, and it's got a loose ball. So if it fumbles or otherwise it's there. You get an argue the call token, which is basically a coin. And then if you win, excellent. If not, then you're sent off, and it's a, a, a forever reminder for the rest of the game. Again, pretty um, apt for James, who is uh, forever arguing a call to try and keep his death roll on. Um, foul token, just so you can show that foul's been committed. Bribe coins, goblin bribe coins, which have been defaced effectively. Uh, they're made other, um, the same as the others, but they have been defaced. If you don't want to roll off, they're going to do a heads and tails kickoff coin. They've got stretch goals in place as well for wizard cards. So I know the in the Spike magazines they're going to start doing the specific race and team at Wizards, and they're starting to show them on there as well. Um, oh, all good. in all, it's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, personally, I don't know how much of it I would actually use. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Um, but it's bling, isn't it? Blood Bowl bling is just ever popular. Oh, the Goblin bribe is brilliant. The Goblin is fantastic. It looks like Joker from the DC Universe has got hold of it. Well, they are over 300% funded, so I can see the market for it. Yeah. And I really can. It's just, from my point of view, I I believe that my memory is good enough to remember that I failed on that particular turn. To be fair, sometimes paying 16 quid for some coins to be able to... uh, stop your opponent from trying to cheat and foul more the monsters. More worth it. Yeah, well maybe pass too many times in a game. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, we no. that, yeah. yeah. Maybe <laughs> throw, in, throw in too many players in one <laughs> turn. No no no, it doesn't count as passing. No, it does. It does. doesn't it's we'll worry just, about that. It's it. just more fun than passing. It is more fun than passing. So <laughs> that's basically the the long and short of what I found that's out there at the moment. There's just been the um the release of the halfling team by Two Drunk Things which isn't finished it looks great a couple of of treatment on it in particular they're massive as well the comparison on it is absolutely huge see for treatment I really like the black scorpion ones yes they are I really really like those yeah I've recently dabbled in in black scorpion they've got their ogre team as we were discussing earlier and shoving one into the the claw of a slaughter root Um, (laughs) but yeah they're they're great little minis I wish that they did a a little bit more in there but that's just Personal standpoint, I know yeah. they've got their, their other side bit they're doing at the moment, which I'm focusing on, which again looks great, but personally, more Blood Bowl teams, please. More Blood Bowl. More Blood Bowl. Lovely. So talking of things you've just bought and just built, hobby and games. Yes. So we'll start with the fun bit. What games have you played, Rich? What's, what's, put, uh, what's reached the table? Well, in regards to which teams in particular? What games did you play? Any good ones? I have played a couple of fantastic games against Lewis. <laughs> against Lewis Lewis is the ultimate gentleman in, in any game he will do his very best to work out which two die blocks you can do against him um, talk you through it and the, the ins and outs of it but we've had a couple of real cracking games I played with my, my, my nids against his lizard team um, I took a star player which we can mention another day but Slipply fantastic star player if he used Elizabeth. it absolutely ruined his game plan entirely just that one guy that's one to remember then one to, yeah definitely I've already started making a proxy base coding earlier but there was we had a, a game humans against his undead his undead he's got isn't it oh yeah um, the gyms. Um it came it, it really back and forth, really even game, there were like no sort of rubbish dice rolls. And it came down to like a, a turn fifteen touchdown by me and it was it, it was horrible to do because everything was successful. No re-roll <laughs> needed, but I dodged out, picked up with an attacker zone, dodged out, passed, caught an attacker zone, oh, dodged so, out to so, go for it. So Rich you, you elfed it. Oh you elfed it with the humans. How does and that make you feel? Dirty. So dirty. <laughs> and I, I genuinely felt bad like it it was a game that deserved to end in a draw it's hard not to feel bad when being Lewis he is another one of our local game group and he is is an absolute sweetheart he's Uh, a gent he is a true gent so is Rick like watching those two play each other was the most polite English blood bowl game we've ever seen in my life which is funny because Rick's Australian but it was absolutely brilliant well hang on hang on mate if you put this guy here, yeah, he gets a two dog block against me. It's just gorgeous yeah, to see. It is great. But then um, that's that's what you want, isn't it? And they're both quarter finalists, they're both both well Lewis semi finalists. Yeah. They met in the semis. And um Lewis B. Yeah. Brick. Again, that was a bit more 2-1? I think so. Yeah, it was a close game. It was oh. a very close game. And again, one that could have gone either way. Rick is fantastic at just tying people up. Not only does the Iron Man of Blood Bowl have yeah. every team ever made. Got seven elf teams, I think. Of, of each type. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all beautifully painted as well. Yeah. But he can really play. He really can play. I think that was the only game he lost this season. Yeah, I drew against him too. of So I'm, I'm really looking forward to hopefully him bringing his vampire team next next season. That's yeah. kind of like a handicap, actually, right. I think, against the rest of us. Yeah, definitely. Now um, how about you? Uh, well, the only... Th- I think the only Blood Bowl game I've really played was the final against James, yeah. which was the second most stressful Blood Bowl game I think I've ever played, the most stressful Blood Bowl game being the one where I have to concede defeat at turn seven in the first half, yeah. because yeah. most of my team were, were actually dead. Yeah, that would do it. That was also against James, that was uh, <laughs> and his dwarves, so yeah, it was <laughs> my escape <laughs> against his dwarves in the... Um, in the semi-final and it was a tough game yeah. and, uh, I think he he equalised in the last turn or I equalised in the last turn no he did it I think yeah uh, of the second half so we went into overtime and regardless to how levelled up this Skaven team is it just doesn't have the dwarves you can't you can't meet the punch power. Yeah, he just didn't have the legs. Uh, he won the kick. He won the kick off for this for the overtime. Got the uh, well, the ball and, and yeah, ran it up. I couldn't stop him. I put a lot of effort into it, but he played really well. And um, yeah, three two in overtime, and then obviously went on to uh, win the yeah win the season. So quite possibly the longest game I've ever witnessed. It was about four days. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we are now both unemployed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, it was a, a heck of a game. It, it was very yeah. stressful. I got a bit too salty. Did apologise to James if you're listening. I'm <laughs> um, sorry. From from my point of view, I was, I was playing an alternative game with Ian. It was really quite chilled out and relaxed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you two are playing what, Shakespeare? Shakespeare. in the corner, just watching the finals and being like, ooh, it's getting a bit yeah. tense over there, boys. And it was a well, fun uh, game. It was very useful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. So, gluing, sticking, painting. What's on the table? So, I, as I mentioned earlier, I've got a slibby, Slibbly Slibly. Slibly, um, proxy going on. I, um, I did a trade with my son, I bought him a load of Seraphon recently, <laughs> and he had a couple of um, saurus warriors he can't use to be able to fill the unit. Hang on, hang on. So this is for your Lizardman team. For your Lizardman team are a Tyranids. The Tyranids. Team. Sorry, my So, tyrazids. so your Tyrazids Lizards. team has <coughs> got an actual Lizardman stuff Yes. That just means that at some point you're going to buy a Realism Team. No. No? No, I don't think so. I'm not a huge fan of their... The aesthetic. No. Well, I'd love to see Games Workshop do that again. Yes. See, now, that would yeah. be something again. But I don't... The, the, having said that, Lewis's are great. Yeah, they he's, look he's awesome. He's done a super job on them. But for me, no, I just... I, I don't like them. I think they could be... I think that the the saurus and the, the skinks are very two dimensional in the actual models. Yeah, they feel like old models. They do, and yeah. you need a bit more variation, a bit more character in a Blood Bowl team because because everyone's yeah everyone's different and I mean the new teams are really they, they really make that. the proxy team stand out yes I'm going to get away with it with my uh, with my horrors and you've gotten away with it very nicely with the well with all your teams actually have a very <laughs> good job Blood Bowl wise I am not painting anything in particular at the moment I am still trying to build my horrors team Um, obviously we're, we're going to go off to the stuntie League we are yeah later hours, on. that yeah. Mana Bowl stuntie Cup that's it in August August the 11th yeah brilliant so August I need to 11. get my team built up for that yeah I was going to get uh, a Chaos Halfling team sorted for that but no it's going to be too short notice I will run the Ogres yeah run the Ogres are great I do enjoy playing them on Blood Bowl too. now the thing is because I'm going to take Horrors who are going to be Lizardmen it is going to be basically just an entire Skink team right, and a Crocs because yeah, of course it's a big guy I just I just can't imagine anyone beating them no it's going to be fair yeah, it's going to be great we'll have to get some practice games in soon yes definitely i'd love to be able to run my guys out see how it yeah, goes but yeah that's all i'm really working on at the moment uh as for buying things i i am going to go in on the dark elves so i'm going to pre-order two boxes and the star players if they're out i just Roxana dark yeah yeah she's yeah. the one coming out isn't she yeah, good. they've got the the assassins coming out as well um like the add-ons I'm oh, i think they're coming out the same aren't they time. bringing the twins out the Swift Twins? Yeah. That's and, not... And Eldrall one. I don't know when they're coming out, so we'll see. this it weekend, come. but um, yeah, I'm just going to get all of it because I love playing Dark Elves on Blood Bowl 2. Yeah. Really, really great fun. Love Dark Elves. I was building a Dark Elf team that have Corsairs, but they are about, I don't know, 5 mil or something smaller than the Blood Bowl. Are they really? Yeah, tiny, tiny guys. I get the and yet the scaven are inflated. Well, no, I mean the the corsairs I was building are way smaller than the bloodbath elves that just came out. Oh. so these dark elves will fill that role, and it would just be great. I've not really, I've, I've never played with them on the tabletop because they come with like, so many positions. So uh, yeah. do it again, then yeah, something else I'm to do. Look, I'm looking forward, looking forward to that. You anything on the wish list? The chaos halfling. <laughs> I do. I've got in my head a fantastic little beastman fury themed sort of army load of little, like, ah, little tiny war pigs running around. And, uh, yeah, I've got an idea of what I want and a couple of Chaos Spawn type things. And I'd like to run a but I'm having a look around. Although I've seen a, a couple of Auckland-style players with chainsaws and ah, uh see, type things. I might go down that route. It's going to be an outlay around 50 quid or so. So... It's not horrendous It's not horrendous But I still need to paint The teams that I've got I still yeah. need to prime Half the teams I've built um, So yeah So I need to go down that route they just sat there Staring at me and I, I need to start upset. applying That rule of I can't buy a team Until I've finished a team Yeah um, I also need to do that Across the board I think I need to I, buy the rule. I can't buy a team until I finish building a team. I'm sat here looking at my sider and Fingeron model that I've stuck on a forty mil because <laughs> I reckon he can get the blood bowl. Pitch. <laughs> you definitely, to a and he can use him with um, you can use them with Chaos yeah, Chaos yeah. and the uh, yeah, Chaos and the amazing relicades. yeah, getting built then Yeah. Um, other than that, not a lot on the blood bowl table for this time. I know yeah. we're going to try and get some sevens in soon. Yeah. So I'm going to try and put some of my tiles together and make a yes, pitch. yeah, system pitches. Yeah, do is. Uh, Working on making a... Because Dark Elf, their pitch is coming out and it is a ship-based pitch. It is. I've just a of a Gonna I'm going to give it a go. going to go for it? Yeah, I'm going to try and make a ship pitch. Are you going to put the mast in the middle of it? Yeah, go on. <laughs> All you yeah. need is a bit of dowling. That's it, just a big pole. Just stick it through. And then you can put some fun rules in for scattering. Bounce yeah. off the sail. That's it. <laughs> that wasn't even planned and we're already going well. <laughs> this is the sort of stuff we do. <laughs> it's a sudden thought of this is going to be a great idea. They've got rules for bouncing things off things in Dungeon Ball, so it could just be a, like a literal like. We will talk about Dungeon yeah. Ball in the future. Oh, yes. Hopefully, the next episode oh, is. Yeah. Oh, there's moving. lots going on. Rick is a fantastic individual. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can literally live my, my Blood Bowl once through Rick. Okay, on to our next topic House rules for leagues. Yes. So we've just finished the last season. What global yeah. season three? Yes. Um, very successful season. It was very good. At tw- maybe 10, 11, 12 players all in all. Yeah, a couple I of think multiple 12. teams. So I only had three. Yeah, yeah. There was there was over twenty teams that logged some games. Yeah, which is great. Some teams got a full eight. Some teams just got a couple. Simon so turned up once or twice. Twice undefeated. Twice? There is that. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that was it. He was like, right, I've got two games now. To be um, fair, he lives an hour away, but he was like, two games, yeah. 100%. <laughs> he has got a reason. Yeah. yeah, so to be fair, Simon smashed it. Simon's a dude. Um, only under um, <laughs> And he's dangerous with those guys. So we're looking at the next season. So this is where we kind of realise that we're of the, the same, yeah. cut from the same cloth. And this is where the danger started. And then we started bouncing off each other. Yeah, it, <laughs> it got out of hand yeah. real quick. So there's, there's, there's realistic house rules we can put into leagues, and our... Blood Bowl is great because the community is is quite easy accessible. Yeah. Because the rules are there. They're there. And you've got enough extras within them that actually most people can come along and they're bringing out the death zones and the, the spike magazines to if get you it in there. Want to use it? You can. If you don't, you don't. So need to. we kind of want to limit the house rules, or at least we did with season three because we were like, oh, new people are coming. We don't want like me. Long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like you, like Brick, like yeah. Alex, like Dan, like yeah. Milton. Um, you know, bunch of great new guys who know the rules because that's what Games Workshop was so we yeah. wanted to to limit our house rules but there are some bits I would absolutely love to run yes. in the next season which no can be classed either. as canon so yeah but <laughs> well, it, it, it's in a book for Games Workshop it is it is but anyway so ahead of ourselves the first rule that we would love to change and introduce the throw teammate. rules. yes the throw teammate. rules. everybody loves the idea of throwing a little person creature otherwise down a pitch and seeing what happens it's fantastic however if you've got a big guy, why can't they catch it or intercept or intercept or just smash beat it to back. the ground? Yeah, just, yeah, just. Th- th- there's got to be something. An ogre, if it sees a goblin going over its head, won't just watch it go over unless he's bonehead. <sighs> Fair play, he might, <laughs> but he will try and reach out for it. He'll swat it like a fly, and that's in the Blood Bowl novel. I like the Blood Bowl novel. That is a fun element to that. It's brilliant, but. The great thing about this rule is that people look at you or summon you over during a game like, so, can I, um, can I intercept him? Yeah. It's like, well, no, you can't, but you should be able to. And can you get SPP if he, if he nails it? If he nails the landing? Well, that is the... Right, that's, let's start with this bit. Yeah. That <laughs> bit, I think, it's just... You've got the big guys. They level up slowly, and let's face it, when you throw teammate, it doesn't work out that often. No. It's a great moment when it does because, you know, you've passed your bonehead, you've made the pass, then they've landed. That, there's, a, there's a small percentage chance of that, that happening. Yes. Way less than 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you think about star player points from a Blood universe point of view, it's about the players becoming more confident. Yes. Like learning stuff, becoming more confident and becoming a star. So it's not necessarily about what they're learning no. to do. So that's why I think... Successfully landing, guys, with a throw teammate, they should get a completion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine because because the throw uh, the catcher doesn't get a um an SPP if he's if he's caught he's caught it all No, that does. would make sense. And to be fair, it's one SPP. Yes, it's the smallest amount you can get. And I just think I would just absolutely love to have a star thrower troll on a That'd Goblin fantastic. team. Fantastic. No, not bleeding troll. <laughs> He should get a point for every time he doesn't eat a goblin. Right? Yeah, hey, you didn't uh, you didn't yeah. get your, your your all alone <laughs> test. Work. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Have an SPP. Well, but at least this one makes sense. See it I does. would love that. And I know, think it should be insane. It would encourage more throwing. Oh, definitely. Because they'd be like it's like the glory pass, isn't it? It's like, well, it's turn sixteen, might as well just try and pick this mm. up with the troll and make pass. Well, just throw the goblin. Well, yeah. Goblin dice. Goblin scatters off the pitch. There's loads of fun things that can happen. Goblin um, can crash into yeah. another player. And just it would just be amazing. at the yeah. end of a season, top five passers, one of them is a big guy. Yeah. Well, just... Moyoga got two <laughs> oh, yeah. or three touchdowns effectively by launching the goblin. That's so yeah, I reckon I reckon I would love to see Scotty, SPBs yeah. successfully throwing in and having a guy land. It's just the crowd would love it. Yes. But to your point, I agree. Knocking the guys out of the sky. It's just got. It's even if they're too hand fisted to be able to catch them on the fly. Even if they've, they've got, no got hands. At least, Even if they've got no hands. As it's long as they've got three teammates. Even I a beast of Noble can yeah. whip a tentacle up and smash something back down. But does the beast of no have three teammates? No, but they should. <laughs> they should. Because if anything, it's just going to be one big gelatinous blob. There you go. Players with three teammates or tentacles. Yes. Because, because tentacles, that tentacles that would get out, yeah, can intercept the player, yeah, that's being threatened. Now they can't catch it. I don't think they should be able no, to no, catch no. it. No, no, no. because that would be broken. Yes. Yeah, because what were they doing afterwards? Yeah. Look, yeah. Exactly. That's it's just too much yeah, going on. Far too much, much going on. And then you'd have to put a model, a model of the ball and mm, yeah, 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 no. yeah, then yeah, yeah, you know what? Make that interception, bro. I make i make it. I swear it on my blood oath that if I'm ever playing a game where I throw a teammate across another big guy or now a player with tentacles. I would let that player roll a dice. 100%. And on a six, you know what? He scatters from your big guy. Yeah, you smash him. Yeah. The big one for me, right? Yeah. If you're a little guy and you've just been swatted from 12 foot out of the air, is that just a swat and down, or should that be an armor roll? Because if you're being launched through the air at velocity and something just as big smacks you out of the sky, it's going to hurt. It's difficult. Because, because if you land and you fail that landing, you do take an armor roll. And it would probably be lighter <laughs> than if you got smacked in the <laughs> yeah. face if, by an ogre. I was getting alley-ooped by a troll. No, but would you give him the chance to land? So his, There could be that, so yeah. So Tree Man, he's picked up his halfling, yep. he's whipped it across. across you know, Morganthor has gone. I uh, love uh, Yep, smack. He's rolled his six. Fine, y- you know what? Yes. They've got to have something, haven't they? So it scatters from Morg. So... He gets to try and land it. Yeah. Yep yeah he gets to try and land it because that would so be based that. on agility anyway, and that would be yeah. a great scene yeah and then if he fails like, that oh, then he's, he's knocked him out can he still land he's okay he's landed it could even be better what if, so, so what if the guy intercepts him yep. and then that player is then injured that's SVP. could you give that Kaz the casualty yeah. to the big guy because it wouldn't have happened unless he swattled him out of the sky see that would be a great that would be a great story man. and that's what I love about Blood Bowl yeah. it's all about the story and I would I would personally I mean now all right, I play with ogres there it is <laughs> it doesn't matter quite so much but it's just great fun but then it's it's the type of thing that would happen it, it's it's completely the type of thing that would happen like it, you mm-hmm. can just imagine a, a, a halfling being thrown and getting caught up in the trees of the, uh, the branch of the treeman in yeah, front of him because he's, yeah. he's screwed up the roll. It's that type of thing <laughs> and I think there's got to be something to acknowledge the fact that if they're big enough to throw something then they're big enough to so, stop To something. stop it yeah blocking it's yeah. classic you know basketball yeah. so SPP for completing a throw teammate yes and landing it and SPP for intercepting a teammate or a non-teammate and caus- and causing a casualty after failed landing yes you, you know what it's just not going to happen that often no, and I think no, in those no, moments no. it's not enough to be like this is amazing it's this is amazing Andy knocked him out and landed Photo on yeah. Facebook <laughs> celebrate it it would just be amazing it would be awesome it's, yeah. it's got to be done see I'm I'm so pro those rules if anyone is listening, and they agree or disagree, then do drop oh, us I a message. I imagine system. it's going to be more disagree than agree. Yeah. No. I, do, think, I so. think the community loves throwing teammates, and I can't imagine a single Blubble player that doesn't enjoy stopping a throwing teammate It would be beautiful or, to watch, would it? it? would be great. Now, one of my thoughts on SPP and household changes, you're not necessarily in agreement with, and that's a failed dodge. Ah, uh, yes. See, so, now, if you're dodging out something, yep, and you fail that dodge, you fall over, you break your neck, and you're injured. I feel that the player or one of the players who was in one of those tackle zones should get an SPP for sticking <coughs> their foot out and knocking them over. So they should get a casualty. Because they should get a casualty. So what happens if, uh, you know, like I'm dodging out of two tackle zones into two more tackle zones? Who who would get the casualty? It would be the ones that you're dodging out of. Yeah. Not the ones going into. Yeah. And you could roll a, a D6 on that. Yeah, just, yeah so you could randomise it. Or you can even flip a coin in that regard. Well, yeah, but, yeah. but there is that. There's there's always a way of being able to do something. But there's got to be something to acknowledge because they're not always going to just trip over the shoelaces when they've got four people around them. Now, my first problem with this is it just means the dwarf blockers are going to level up more and more. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. Just, they're all going to have guard. There is, there they're is all, they're that. They're all going to have guard. I, I get it. There are some times where it's just like, yes, that guy tripped that dude up. He's now injured. He deserves credit. For yes, it. because it's not a, it's not a go for it. Yeah. Because otherwise you're attributing it to the same, but it's not a go yeah, for it. It's I, just I, because someone's stupid. See, I don't know. I just think that happens. I think that happens so often that it's, it's I mean, it would be a great way for me to level up some line rats. I can't lie. Like, <laughs> you know, somebody at some point is going to roll a, is going to stumble out of their tackle zones. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that would break it. So the only thing we should do. Maybe we should we should run a game and just see actually how many how many would be. We should put all running. of these in. Just one big game. Ogre versus ogre. Call it the Blood Bowl Super League. Blood Bowl Super League. Done with everything in it. Okay, yeah, Blood Bowl Super League coming we'll be, soon. <laughs> <laughs> provided with game updates as and when. Yeah, so we had a little disclaimer saying probably don't play this. Yes. Except for the bit with throw teammate because which is awesome. going to it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, it's never it. going to go wrong. I think Wobble four. We just we just play with those rules. Yeah. We just whisper in the rear say, like, oh, you yeah. know. Have you heard of him? Yeah, you can intercept that now. You know what the chairman is? said? It was in a... <laughs> <laughs> it was in a novel uh, when Ian went, you know what, sure. this is a fantastic I'm idea. Sure, we need sure. to... Ian yeah. said this was a great idea. 100% he did. Yeah. He's the one who told me about it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, other league rules. Yes. This is something that I, I thought up because Wobble 3 was interesting. We had some teams that had been around for two seasons. Yes. And a whole bunch of teams that just started from scratch. I mine. Yeah, the exactly. Rooks. And you know what? A lot of the time, it's it's not too bad. Um, no. The I, I like the way that, I do love the way the inducement system almost levels it. Yes. It's enough to make you feel like, but so as a higher team value, you, you worry. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm thinking a halfling chef, me. That was always my go-to. Always a halfling chef, and it rarely worked. And so that's when I started bringing in star players. Because I used Morgan Thorpe against <laughs> <laughs> you. You had great success. I was really impressed with Morgan. He was brilliant. I, th- I used him purely because I had the right amount of... He just just uh, it was bang on and he did a super job he was great on. he did a very I was room three casualties yeah. and you could not get rid of it it's the first time I think I've ever seen a star player use that wasn't a secret weapon as well yeah <laughs> and he played like for the team but the thing i was talking about is an underdog bonus so the new drafting rules don't really do a lot to bring teams into life yep they're supposed to but the maths doesn't doesn't really work out if yep. play an a game season someone wins eight games they're going to start the next season with a ton of money. Yeah. Teams that play eight seasons don't win a game, so like you're packed. Yeah. There's a chance they're going to have to cut one of the few players that have actually leveled up yeah. to go into the next season. So to kind of set that off, I was thinking an underdog bonus, which doesn't actually affect the game you're playing. But if you're playing against a team with a team value of 300k you know better, mm. at the end of the game, you get an extra role on fan factor, as if you've won, yeah. and you get an extra MVP role. So, so you, and then you can start getting that. You know, start. It's a catch-up mechanic yeah. for one, but also thinking from a fluff point of view. You know, you, you go to watch the Patriots play, and they play some garage team. Yeah, you're going to start loving that garage team. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, they did really well. Like that guy, you've got to watch that guy. It's like kind of scouting. Kind of, I don't know. I just love the there idea a, yeah, of chucking that we, in. I know we've had a, a similar conversation in the past where it's almost. like I think it should be reversed, almost like the NFL draft. Yeah the best player gets the worst pick there's got to be yeah. something which allows that to go on because I know we, we've spoken about it a couple of times but James's Dwarf team is fantastic Yeah, but the, the high TV on it is just insane <clears throat> and to have something which could make him look at it and go oh yeah. Christ I need to get rid of one of these two just takes that edge off mm-hmm. and makes it more competitive also it would encourage newer teams to play established teams because yeah. right now if you're playing 1 million and you're running up against 1,400 1,500 team uh, it's not fun it's fun It's it, just, it can it's be just to be fair if I'm Nurgle oh. I like weapon out Luke Grip well, you know Luke Grip's amazing but Luke Grip is beautiful but, but it would encourage you to be like you know what yeah I'll take on the big guy Yeah, it's worst case scenario I'll probably get a fan factor and an extra MVP out of it and this is it. And you look at it. And if you it's get one guy that levels up, and two others well, yeah. they've got the opportunity to yeah. do so, it's like every RPG ever. You go and grind against the toughest opponent to get the most. That doesn't work in Blood Bowl. You go and grind against the toughest opponent. And you end up losing more players. Yeah. Uh, but actually, you know, having a couple of extra MVPs, I think, I think that would set it off. Yeah. Just something, a little bit of extra. Yeah, I agree. And this is, this is the fun one. That, that I actually did post on the Talk Fantasy Football page. Oh, okay. And I got flamed. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it's that crazy. So you've got a league environment. Yep. You know, you got 10, 20 players, 10, 20 teams, mm-hmm. selling players. See, now they do this on Blood Bowl 2. How does it work on Blood Bowl 2? So you ba- it, it's simple. Think um, football slash soccer. Yeah. You put a guy up, a transfer him. Yep. Available to be bought. You put a price on him. It gets ball. So Go. on on Blood Bowl two, is that between is that, are teams of the same type? Yeah, you have to be able to run them. So if you're a, a human team, it has to be a human okay. the team you're going to. Yeah. So or it might be an ogre. So someone who can actually play that team. When you buy the player, when you sell the player, do you get like their full value? You put the cost. Oh, I see. So, you so, you can, so if you have got a It's like a free ads for eBay for Blessed Yeah Basically Buy it now At 70k Yeah For my Slightly used Human yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Human <laughs> Minus management. 180 It yeah. um, yeah. makes so much money By uh, tr- uh, building up Kickers Yeah I would Any season I'd pay 100k For a kicker Because really? Well, Mine always die There is that I only get the would line would pay round. for My strength for Might you blow Blitzer Does he have kick No Nothing. doesn't need it does he? he's punched people in the face he, <laughs> he needs kick so my, so my gutter runners can go and fetch it now yeah. I like the idea of trading players between teams because actually you know what sometimes you you know selling a high value player could be a massive difference and it could be like oh you know what I picked up you get your TV you TV, TV up. gets reduced yeah right. but I picked up uh, Ian's pizza Ian's actually you know I paid the gold got a mighty blow guard guy actually really helped bought a star from another team what about what about selling between teams this is why I got flamed so I was like, what would what would really be the downside of selling players in between teams? Mm. I did put the caveat, they've got to have at least one level up. Yeah. So you can't just put buy a gutter runner, sell a gutter runner in the yeah. money. You gotta make I mean it's not a massive job to level up a gutter runner, but it's yeah. gotta survive one game. See, I'd, I'd I'd love to give it a go. I reckon it, it could get broken. No, are you talking between talking so talking like minded teams? So you're talking human to human. Or are we talking Say, say for example for all, me, See then you would have to put a trait of animosity? Oh yeah oh, Lona. Or Loner Or both Lona would probably Do it Yeah Oh Lona Animosity Yeah Because if you're If you're the only human In a skaven team Animosity No one's going to want to pass to you Animosity I think Does that I think that only works With the player that's got Animosity So he would have to pass it to it. he um, would have to give it away So it's kind of like Reverse Animosity Yeah There's a new skill there Reverse Animosity <laughs> Yeah Reverse Animosity You've got to give it 2 plus To give him the ball Yeah Yeah fair enough Well it would work wouldn't it Yeah that because, would work it's no different than every now and again that would be a problem yeah but then it's half the point of it yeah. isn't it see and sometimes you know when you get into a season and you're like I, I need I need cash like oh I've lost another gutter runner but if I sell him off I can get a gutter runner back plus yeah. I've got the bits there yeah and the thing is as well if you go back go back to the novels yeah. bad bay hackers yeah have your ogres have your normal players yeah they've drafted zombies yeah see, which which is, is I like and this. they've now got a treatment that would be great in the Blood Bowl universe it happens yeah. right. most of that was in Albion but, problem is, gamers are, they will game, they'll power game everything. Yeah, they will. That's why I think the Wood Elf team would sell like anything. Mm. But I think in an, in an environment where, you know, you've got a league going on, I think selling your player here and there across purposes. I, can't see why not. I don't think it would be that bad. If you had the restriction of they get reverse animosity. Yep. And, you know. I think loan would have to be in it as well. Uh, Unless know. you get another player of the same race. <laughs> That's why reverse animosity is probably the best way to do it, like you say. I I like the idea of restricting it to players who have leveled up because then you yeah. can't just bring in and sell guys straight on. Have to, they have to be players that you don't really want to sell, but you can do. Yeah. But that's in between teams. I kind of like the idea of being able just to sell to the free agency anyway. Just be like, all right, I'm done with this player now. I need to sell them for the cash. Yeah. Pop them on a free agency list. It's almost like mortgages in Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> pop it up, see so exactly if anyone right wants that. to buy it. Well, that's the other thing as well. If you put them up like that, it could almost be like that, like a mortgage. In. you can get rid of them, but it's going to yeah. cost you yeah. half price. See, I, I would be. I, I think that I find that really exciting. Mm. Uh, It'd be interesting if, to see, even if like you started the new season and all the players that don't get re-upped, they go on the free agency list. Yes, like, and then you get an opportunity. Yeah, to rails, oh all right. right, okay. It'd be cool actually. I could pick up a tree man, or they become a star player. Uh, well, and available just for use in the game. Yeah, see, that that could be fun as well. That could be mix and match. If they don't get used or yeah. there isn't any want for them, then yeah. there we they retire players. and... I love the idea of that. That's yeah. the other option, isn't it? So, those are some of the top rules that I don't think would be game-changing, but I do think would be quite fun. Throw to you, mate, it's got to be done. I just love that. In every way, shape or form. Yeah. It happens. Getting a few extra SPB for your big guys would help make them more interesting. Yes. And... Through the interceptions would just be interceptions are great fun anyway. Mm. But I probably wouldn't give the SPB for making an interception. No, it has to be on the injury. Yeah, yeah. That I think is playable. Otherwise you yeah, actually get the interception and the injury. Yeah. So always, that'll be the same as a touchdown. The, the interception might be better. <laughs> 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 but but yeah, so those are some of the job rules I would absolutely love to have. Yes, um, and again, I think we should uh, we should just playtest them. We, yeah, we've got to try them out. Yeah, I think we just tell people that the, the throw teammate rules. I think it's it's just the best rule I've ever written. Yeah, I'm sure we could write something, <laughs> and just slot it into a, a death zone. Guys, I will buy you all a troll. Yes. If you support this, that's right We're politicians. Don't we? <laughs> this is not bribery. Vote yes for completions. <laughs> Make football <wobble> great again. <laughs> yeah. Make throw teammate well again. <laughs> All right, amazing. That is everything to do with our house rules for yes. today. Yes. Uh, fantastic. So we're going to move on to our star players. Yes. So we are hopefully going to be talking about homebrews and custom star players, uh, put something up on Facebook, get your ideas, give us your, your ideas anyway. You've got a star player and you want some stats him. and Absolutely. we'll discuss it. Um, we don't... Well, mind you, we've got a couple of ideas, but until we've got your input as well, um, we want to be able to, to start with something. So we're going to go through the four star players that come in the core game itself. Thank thank you? Which one's coming in the core set? So we've got the Mighty Zug... Griff Oberwald, Morgan Thorg, and Varick Goul-Truer, Um all of which have their Ford World they do. miniatures, They really do. is great, which I bought about two weeks after yeah. <laughs> the cold game, because you bought them on my behalf, Thanks. and I transferred money. So we'll talk about, hopefully, the, the pros and cons to each, the value, whether it's a true value or whether it's inflated somewhat, and then go from there, I think. So have you played with any of these guys? Morgan Thorg... Uh, <coughs> I have played against yeah. you. Yes, Morg was Morg was impressive. So, what's give Morg? Give us the rundown on Morg. So, Morg has got six movement, six strength, three agility, and ten armor. That's so an absolute insane. mountain of an ogre. Um, his skills are block, loner, mighty blow, thick skull, throw teammate. So he can intercept Stunty players. He can us. he can <laughs> intercept Stunty <laughs> players, and he can play for the orc team yeah. in the in the group if you really did want to. And um, but he is not cheap. 430,000 gold pieces. Ooh. So it's got to be a one hell of a, a gap between <coughs> the, the team values. Which we did have in our game. Which we did to that exact amount. Yeah, It was 430 on the nose since I had the model. Le- 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 and <laughs> and Leroy, Leroy Jenkins was, did. And I went just for went ball. for it. Which I think earned me the draw against you to be honest. Yeah. Was, was his impact. Um, he is expensive but he tied up so much there was no downside to it. I know he's got no, Luna, but but then it there isn't a he's like you said, he's a mountain. Absolutely mountain. But he could he can move. Yeah, he can kill. And he's still got Ash, so I'm pretty sure he he was a ball handler for you for a bit as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think I gave it to him. Yeah. We ran down and that was when you, you three die uphill blocked me and Yeah, we won't uh, talk about that, it was upsetting. Real wrestling. Real wrestling. Um but yeah, so he ended up being quite handy. I haven't used him since. But I wouldn't I wouldn't think twice about using no, him again. I've got to admit, I was surprised. Just He was an... This is going to sound stupid. Hmm. He was an excellent player. He really was. He was a star for that team. He I really think. was. And having two ogres on a human team. That was Yeah, that was dirty. It's good. Because the thing is, I didn't tend to move, I don't think, the other ogre very much. Uh, I didn't he risk had, the bonehead. Yeah, bonehead. Whereas Moore could just run around yeah, and deck stuff. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have that negatrate. It's... As an aside, you you ran Morg like you now run your Minotaur? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why you've had so much success with it. So that's Morg. So hit up Griff. Who is he? Griff Overwald, star player for the humans. Um, seven movement, four strength, four agility, eight armor. So he's agh four, strength four. He's a strong elf. What? Uh, he is. He's a good elf. He has block, dodge, fend, loner, sprint, and sure feet. So he's fast, he's proper, he's a classic. So you get three go for it if you want it. Yeah. Reroll on the go for it if you fail one. Block and dodge. And then even if you do <coughs> manage to do anything to him, he'll push you away with Fend. My. 320,000 pieces. That is a lot. It is. However, his impact on a game could be huge. My downside to it. Yeah. Is if he scores a touchdown, you don't get any SP. He is for a game you need to win. Yes not a game you want to develop yes yeah that is exactly. is a good assist because actually he can he's can, he can, roadblock for you yes Griff if he's got the ball you can't he can pass, he can pass, he can pass he's got edge four but difficult to to deal with. He's, he's just too good you don't want to not no, let it, him have the ball exactly and it's the he great. would be good the models are right yeah, like Those are two separate heads yeah I like but I'll like. i go on to that in a minute as well with the heads that I've done what I've done with one of them <laughs> um, but he would be good in a semi-final or a final there's some final rules, don't let you? you have standard inducements like star players. He, it, that's what I'm saying. If you if you need to win a game he and you can afford it. him, he will get you a touchdown. But at 320, it's 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 possible. Right. It. would I rather have him than a uh, than a halfling chef? I would. Yeah, he would. He would probably. He's going to give you more. Yeah, than a halfling chef, I, especially if you're 300k down. Like, yeah. No, I get that. And Even if you use him as a makeshift passer.
1: Yeah. Makeshift threat. He can do everything.
0: Because he can have everything. Yeah, I think he would be a good shout. That's good. So, Mighty Zog. The Mighty Zog. Never used him. I think he's a lot of money for what you get. He's a smart ogre. So, how, how much is he? He's 260,000. Okay. Movement four. So, he's not going very fast. So, he's slower than an ogre. Strength five. Strong as an ogre, agility two, same as an ogre. Armor nine, yeah, same so as an ogre. Other than the movement, he's a slower ogre at the moment. Okay. Block and mighty blow, And loner. Now, ooh, he's he is. I well, don't really get it. You are paying one hundred and twenty thousand for a slower ogre with block for block and no bonehead. And it is maybe it's that no bonehead? Yeah. T- but can you imagine if you had enough? Say so you had seven hundred thousand spare. Run him and Morg, him, Morg, and an ogre on a human too would be just exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine having them, those three on the line? So what would you be looking at? You'd be looking oh, at playing play a game, 1,700 team value. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. if you run a new team next year against James, I mean, he was he was sitting at 16, I think. sixteen. It's not far end. from it. Yeah. There's a, there is that possibility. Granted, it's not very often. However, so how much is the Zog? Two hundred sixty. And how much is Griff? Four, uh, 3,20. See, between the two of them, they would probably make a nice pairing. They would. Right. Here's the other thing to consider. How much? How much is an ogre mercenary? It'd be one seventy. One seventy. So one seventy for an ogre. Two sixty for an ogre with block and no thingy. Right. So when you get to that point, it's not bad. But his model was beautiful. Yes, yeah, great. Vin Diesel. Yeah, it's basically Vin <laughs> Diesel. But yeah. So I've never used. I don't think there's a position that I, I ever would. Nice model there. Yeah, I've used him on the campaign up. on Blood Bowl too. But that's because you have to. Oh really? But then he was quite handy in that regard, but Okay, I don't uh, think I'd use it on the tabletop. And our uh, our last guy is Varag Gulchuer. Varag Um the Orc star player. So he comes in at two hundred ninety thousand movement, six strength, four agility, three armor, nine. So basically, he's a Black Orc with with, better with edge. one extra movement, one movement, one edge, one edge. Block, jump up, lona mighty blow the thick scum. Right. So he's quite tasty. So what does he do? So what's his what's his role? He's gonna be a rope block, is he? If you've got him... Because jump up basically means you can just stand up and block. He's a blitzer. Yeah. So if you can carve a hole with him, his whole point is that he's he's to create a hole. He will he will get in the way, and even if you knock him down, he's got thick skull, A V nine, and jump up. So he's Mighty he's, Blow on a strength four. He's blocking you next round anyway. He doesn't even need to blitz and you know, assuming he passes and jump up. Roll. For two ninety. So you're getting a a black orc, with block, jump up, mighty bloke. That's not bad. With extra movement and extra agility. So he could effectively be a ball carrier if you wanted him to. Yeah. I think if I was playing with orcs and I had 300k, I would go for a chef. Yeah. Because then my actual black orcs, of which you have four, and four blitzers. If you built them right. If you, if, you, yeah. <laughs> if, if you went for the second box. I, I don't know. I think I'd rather go for those. The problem is that it's such a nice model. It's fantastic, yeah, and yeah. I, the, the, the second head for Griff. Oh, yeah. So I gave him the helmet, yeah, I and could, I put yeah. the unhelmeted head at the base of Varag, because he looks like he's kicking. <laughs> so when I finally get it all painted up, I'm hopefully going to make it look like Varag all is about to kick Griff overworld's head into next year. That is appropriately bloody bomb. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. That's, make it look a little bit, a little bit dead, a bit of blood for the blood gone underneath it, and, and away you go. So, summary, Morg, we love him. Yep. Griff, we can definitely fantastic. see why you'd use him. Zug, not sure. Probably never. Yep. And Varad odd occasion. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't trust your rolls for the halfling. If I was going to roll a probability to take these guys, Morg, two plus. Yep. You are, you are boneheading not to take Morg if you yeah. can take him. Griff, he's good A three plus, maybe. I reckon he's three plus, I reckon. Yeah. Zug is a six. Yeah, he's reverse. Barak, team four and five. Yeah, probably a five plus because because baseline orc team is strong. he's pretty efficient. They're they green dwarves. But, but say you had mad. two injuries in the previous match against the yeah. black orcs, you know what? Chucking him in would then yeah, get you make up in. that in short. It would help you. definitely help you get that win. Yes, but I'm generally don't I'm a big fan of star players. It took me a while to, to start using them. Well, that's why I'd go for the uh, the orc with the chainsaw. Yes. Because he's what, 130, 140k? Yeah, 130. Yeah, that will. Because that will, he's, he's tough. Mm. Chuck him in. But yeah. we touched on Luke Griff who I run with my nerve on my coasting, team because he, they don't have throwers. He is a great quarterback. For the he's team. A fantastic. Quarterback. It's amazing. I and see, not I'll, a lot. I look at passes with Lona and I'm like, well. Yes, I don't know, Lona makes me nervous for a guy carrying the ball because you, you you know, yeah. you know you muck up. <laughs> so it's, it's over, yeah. Life, yeah. yeah. But he manages that game. He, I don't think, I've never seen you score a touchdown with him, but because of him, you've been able to get the ball out and about and around. Yes. Yeah, really. You can just move it around yeah. and he's just had an upgrade. So, so, he's so he was 150, yeah. yeah. So 150 gave him shorthands, sure tentacles, block... And pass? I think something like that. I think, no, not Shorthands, I don't think. I think he had passed. But yeah, but now they're. they're um, he's, he's. Came out in Spike. Updated yes. Spike. But now they basically. He's costing 10k more, but they're giving him dodge. <laughs> like, it's fantastic. What have we got? All right, so in the CRP, so the old book, hmm. 150k, move 6, strength 3, edge 3, armor 9. Yeah. Loner pass, strong arm, Shorthands, and tentacles. So he is there. To get that ball out as far as possible. Yeah, to you, to you guys. So give him 10k more. Give him dodge. He is he still armour nine? Yeah. So that's, nothing else changes. That's changes. Yeah. Um Yeah. With dodge as well, so he can actually move about. Mm. And he's not, the thing is, dodge is more on dodge on edge three is more ball carrying, I think, as a defensive skill yeah. than it is mobility. Edge four dodge is the best thing ever because you just fly away. Yeah, you're gone. But with Ag 3, it's still risky. 75% chance of success is alright. Mm. You can't sip your nose at that, but. Yeah, They're so. Still out there, well, it? I'm going 10k for Dodge is a bargain. Mm. That's a double on most players. Yeah. So he's, he's quids in. Yeah. I think and brilliant. 150, 160k. There's nothing compared to what you got. That is close quarters battle. that's that's, you know, one leveled up guy out yeah. and one level guy up in, that's 150k. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And with tentacles, once he's thrown, if you can get him anywhere near anybody else they've got to make that second roll just to be able to get anywhere if he gets hurt it doesn't even matter he's yeah. a star player he's got his own apothecary team he'll get uh, a yeah. miss this game but he's back tomorrow hire him. hire him for the next round yeah absolutely brilliant brilliant Okay, that is our quick rundown of far too many star players. Um, yeah, far too many. It yeah. will just be one, maybe two in the future if we see some great ones. So great yeah, ones. or create anyone them. Anyone out there has got some great ideas for star players, or just some very passionate feedback about some specific ones, like like you know, if we have got Marty Zagel wrong. Yeah, please tell us. If bit. Vin Diesel is amazing, and you know, it doesn't matter if it's by an inch or a mile, winning's winning. If that is the case, mm. then, um, <laughs> and, yeah, then do let us know. Mm, definitely. Okay. So that's everything, and thank you very much for joining us here at the Bonehead Podcast. See you next episode, and remember, two heads aren't always better than one.